0: Hello and welcome to 2024 on our small holding life, flowers and all. I changed the the top uh, title really because things are changing or well, I have been changing for the last couple of years. Um, it is mid-January. Uh, I've done some changes on the interludes as well and, and the um, introduction interlude. I merely chose that because it was called Darn That Weasel, which I thought was brilliant. So that's what the intro um, interlude will be from here on in. Uh, I hope you've all had a great festive season. Um, here in the UK, we are in the depths of winter. Uh, but having said that, the sun is shining today, but it's very cold out. I don't think it's going to get much above freezing today. Um had a very busy, uh, I think the last podcast I put out was in November. So I had an extremely busy um, November and December with the flower, flower side of things, uh, wreath workshops, particularly. There's an awful lot of work um, behind the scenes, both getting ready for the wreath workshops. And in between each one, lots of tidying up to do, lots of restocking. Re, you know, maybe have to go out and recut material. Spent the weekend before um, the workshop started actually out cutting material, and it was pretty cold that weekend as well. But it's um, needs must, so um, we're out cutting foliage from my brother's place. Um, so we'll do responsible uh, foliage gathering. Because um, that's what you have to do. It has to be responsible and sustainable. I did order in some other foliage from British foliage uh, growers. Because um, I don't have nearly enough here. And it was like the fancier type. So Pitosporum. My pitosporum, um shrubs are very small. They weren't near enough. So I ordered that in. Um, but the rest of it was all, um, I, would, I would say hedgerow, but we didn't collect it from the hedgerow. Lots of it we cut from here. We had lots of buried ivy here. Um, some box. My brother has huge box um, bushes. So uh, from there, uh, we got those from there. And we got some laurel from there. Um, some, oh, quite a few other things. I think what now? It was a long time ago. Seems like a long time ago. But over six sessions I had 40 people um doing wreaths and then I had other wreaths to make for orders as well so it was busy and then I had um table arrangements to make for Christmas people's Christmas day dinners if you like I tend to do I tend to make one particular type put it out there and then if people like that they will order it um I don't offer multiples or anything different types because just like get too complicated um so where are we now well we are as I said mid-January um and often I have sort of like the January blues like a lot of people but actually I'm really looking forward to this year coming um it, I've got a big birthday this year oh, I won't tell you how big but it's quite up there on the scale <laughs> and um we so this is the year that i think right this is my tick list year i want to get this done this done this done so we've organized we sat and organized one trip um in the uk but i want to go and see the um the royal military tattoo up in edinburgh so and on the way i want to go to york and on the way back i want to go to lake windermere so we've organized that as a whole uh, a week-long trip which would be lovely um, I'm still doing flowers, occasional flowers. Obviously, I haven't got a lot growing in my garden at the minute. I've got hellebores. So, I, I mean, you can seasonally in the UK, you will be getting tulips, uh, narcissi, daffodils, um, even alstroemeria still growing under heat. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, and the hellebores are growing in the garden. Oh, Sweet Williams will be growing as well indoors. Uh, And you have got some shrubs that are like the winter honeysuckle. I have one of those. It hasn't come out massively at the minute, but I will be using some of that. And then there are um, catkins. I've got lots of pussy willow growing, so they should come out soon. I'm not planning. I haven't been doing flowers um, through the Christmas period and through January, but uh, come the end of February, I will probably start doing it. And I will have to buy in from um, British... Growers to supplement what I've got. Let's hope the weather's a little bit m- warmer then. Um, the rest of the small holding, what's been going on? Oh, John, wow, well, I say the rest of the small holding, but all, oh, most of it sort of revolves around the garden and things nowadays. John's been out there riddling and riddling and riddling uh, bags and bags and bags of homemade compost, which is great. So I now have a good stack of compost ready to um fill up the beds in fact i filled up the beds in the big poly tunnel, um and they will be get ready to go on the uh, top up the raised beds outside when the weather gets a little bit better uh we, we also need to mulch as well once we've done that so that would just i find, I found that mulching is fabulous if you've got a, a year that's um particularly hot and dry uh, and, and if it's not particularly hot and dry and it's wet or everything, it do, it do makes no difference. So it's, it's pretty good to mulch. Mulch is the way forward. Mulch, 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 everybody. Um, yeah, what else? So nothing really on smallholding. The chickens, by some miracle, we've not had a chicken lockdown this year at all. So we've got no um, massive problem with avian flu this year. Uh, but in turn, it means that our free-range chickens are all over my garden, everywhere, getting on my nerves, getting into the beds and everything. So I don't put anything on the beds at the minute because they'll just scratch it all off until I can um, do something to stop them getting anywhere near it. I don't know how I'm going to manage that quite, but um, we decided to keep a few more chickens, but um, I'm like, oh, dear, (laughs) it's a bit of a pain because they do like to get in the garden, uh, which in the winter is fine, to be fair. It's great in the winter. They're, They're going through and picking up... Bits and of insects and picking out weeds and stuff like that for me but come spring it will be a bit more of a problem um the other thing i haven't done at all is i haven't cut anything back in my garden nothing it's all there, dead and decaying and dying and because i the birds here we have a lot and i've been watching them all winter scratching around in the in the leaf litter and um you know, picking seeds off of the flower heads that are still there. So I haven't cut anything back because I leave it for them. And then there will come a time when I'm like, right, this needs to be done now. And I'm sorry, birds, but you have to go and find your tasty treats elsewhere. But while it's frosty and frozen and um, I can leave it, then I will, because it's better for our little ecosystem here if it's all left for them to um, forage around in and feed themselves. So, yeah, uh, the horses, they're still out there. They're um, doing their, whatever they do, eating the grass all winter long because we haven't had that much frozen weather. We've got, a, a, we are due, I think, this week to have an Arctic blast, but I'm not sure how far down, even they don't know. I think it's variable at the minute. They don't know how far it's going to come down. So um, we'll wait and see what happens there um, might just get a tad cold and that's it. Uh, of course it is only mid January and I you know, tend to think, oh, we're the other side of Christmas now. We'll be moving on to spring, but actually we'll be going into February, which is always a horrible month. I think uh, the worst month of the year. Uh, so yeah, I I've been, I've got, there's a few things I've been doing on the flower front. I have got some, um, in fact, I did them yesterday or the day before some sweet pea seeds that are on, uh, they're in tubs on wet tissues, uh, hoping to sprout so that, um, and those I can, you can see them, which ones are going to be viable and which ones are not, so you're not wasting your time. Um, those I've been into the polytunnel because one thing I am determined to do this year is to make sure that my staking is, um, up to scratch because I lose quite a lot of flowers that get tall and then flop over because I haven't staked them properly or haven't staked them at all half the time so that is priority that's on my priority list this year to make sure that all the staking is in place before before everything starts to grow because trying to do it afterwards is a nightmare so I've actually been in the big polytunnel I've got some chrysanthemums in there in a bed and now I've it's all I cut them all back now because most of them have sort of gone over and I have um, put two levels of staking in. So they've got like a wooden frame over the top of the bed and then a layer of um, something I already had, which was like net in, uh, low down, and then a layer of that on top so they can grow up through. So hopefully nice, strong stems that are upright that I can use and not wibbly wobbly ones that have gone all over the place that I think what am I going to do with these and not much good for anything other than jam jars really half the time so that is um definitely my big aim this year you know if you you have one aim a year to do something properly um and that's mine this year so um we still haven't got the water butts up and running yet that we bought in ages ago uh, last year in the middle of year I think we bought them and still haven't got those up but we've actually changed the plan of where we're going to put them um so that's good because I think where we're going to put them is going to be a whole lot better and serve my garden a whole lot better too so that is on John's to-do list um we what else have we got we've got fencing that needs doing but we have spoken to the fencing man uh who's hopefully going to come in and when the weather you know when the ground's better And just um, do a bit of fencing for us, because uh, for years we did it with the hand. You know, uh, you've probably seen the hand rammer where you both. But you know, we're getting on a bit now, and that's hard, hard work. So he comes in with his tractor and thumper thing on the back, and makes light work of it. Light work of it. So um, easier just to pay someone to do that. Um, We wouldn't of years ago. We would have done it all ourselves, but you know. Life changes and you have to change with it. Otherwise, uh, otherwise things just don't get done. Um, Yeah, I've been busy doing um, massive. Well, I say massive. Each week I'm trying to do a batch cook up of everything. So I've got this. I still got the two freezers and they were full up with stuff. Um, But each freezer sort of like going down a bit. And there are things in the bottom of the freezer that I think I really need to use those up. So, you know, you get like a, um, uh, like a breast of lamb or something. You think, oh, it's not really, I can't really do a lot with that. Um, so, get, so I dug them out at the bottom of the uh, freezer. And I've made, uh, cooked them up, in well, thawed them out, chopped them up. And I've made batches of lamb stew or um, Moroccan lamb that then, are cooked, frozen back into portions and put back in the freezer so that I can then just, you know, on a day when we're busy, just go out to the freezer and get them. So I've made batches and batches of soup. So each week I try to gather everything together that's left over in the fridge, bung it in a a slow cooker, make up a batch of soup. And I bought those, Um, you might see, that like the cardboard ice cream tubs. Um, And I freeze soup in those, which are great. And in fact, today I've got out of the freezer... Um, a carton of vegetable soup for lunch and for dinner tonight I've got Moroccan lamb John doesn't like that and I have that with rice and he's got bubble and squeak which is a Christmas dinner leftover bubble and squeak (laughs) so I we had some um, leftovers that I portioned out and I think I've got about four or five bags of bubble and squeak John absolutely loves bubble and squeak if you give him bubble and squeak every day he'd be absolutely happy with that so he really have bubble and squeak tonight, And then I've got an apple and strawberry crumble because the other thing I want to start doing is using apple... Because uh, I've got a lot, quite a lot of fruit, frozen fruit in the um, freezers and I needed to start using it, g- getting it into a condition um, that is just easy to use. So when you've got... I don't know if about you, if you've got bags and bags of frozen fruit in there, you're like, oh, God, I forgot to get that out and I could have done with that. So what I did was got bags and bags of it out... Thawed it all out, made crumbles, um, made crumble topping. I've made I've made some pies, and then I've cooked them and frozen them, and they've gone back into the freezer like that, so that I can just go along, grab them, get them out. And um, I don't know. So it's it's something about this time of year that I like to do that because it's um, I don't know what it is, but I. <laughs> It just feels like I can accomplish that. Maybe it's because I can't really get out and do a lot else. So if I can do something worthwhile, then that's what I do. And this is the time of year I tend to do quite a lot of batch cooking and baking to freeze, ready to get out again when we need it. But I've still got a lot to work my way through in there, to be fair. My aim is to try and condense it down to one freezer because the two of us here, we don't actually need the two freezers on. Um, But at the minute... Um, I was still on sort of one full freezer and one half freezer. It's not ideal at all. Uh, you know, it's not economical. And I could get a smaller freezer, I guess. But, um, maybe I'll just have to think about that. Uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, I ordered myself, uh, treated myself to a wormery. Yes, I did. Um, because I thought, right. So a wormery, um... Obviously, you can make compost in the the garden, and we do. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of it. But um, if you've got a wormery, uh, the um, the worm castings that you get is like... I don't know if it's like... That might be over cooking it, but I think it's something like 10,000 times more nutritious than compost. Obviously, you can't plant straight into it, but you can use it as a top dressing and things like that. Or mix it in to... Um, compost that you've got and then you get worm wee as well which is a great um feed uh liquid feed i, I think that takes quite a while to amount to anything but um it will be highly nutritious when it when it is and it's quite funny how endearing the worms become when they are um doing something for you that your pets really <laughs> I said I I could name them all i just name them all Sandra every one of them, Sandra I think sorry to any Sandras out there but um, (laughs) um, yeah they're quite um, quite endearing really and it's quite fascinating to watch how they turn waste into something amazing and that would be also good for the grandchildren to to watch and learn as well so um, I treated myself to a wormery so I'm quite excited about that going forward yeah, I don't know. Not a lot else, really. It's that time of year. It's a bit of a lull. Um, it's not a lull. It is it is a lull, but in my head it's not a lull. It, all, all the things that I want to be putting into place and into motion and getting done for the year are all, you know, tumbling around like they are in a washing machine in my head at the minute. Um, and, of course, you can't get started with any of them, really, because it's too cold. So uh, that's the sort of state of play we're at at the minute. But um you know we're 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 working we're walking towards spring, albeit a little bit slowly. I've said before about how um sort of organized you need to be if you want to be selling flowers cut flowers. Um and so I do have and have had for a while, all my seeds. Um, I ordered them at the end of last year. Well, not the end, I mean autumn last year to make sure that I get uh, the the types of flowers that I want. Um, because there are more and more flower farmers popping up everywhere at the minute. So um, the demand is greater. So in order to get what you want, you have to put in the orders early. Uh, my dahlia tubers are also ordered um, and they will be delivered in spring. My bulbs I got in, uh, probably November time. I would think um, there was about six hundred tulip bulbs, and then a few hundred narcissi, as well as um, some muscari. Uh, and also in the smaller tunnel planted ranunculus, anemone, um. So carnations and sweet williams are in plants. i would got those little plantlets that I'd brought on and they are in there too, as well as um, more bulbs that will come up once they have gone over. So I'm on course for um, lots of flowers, hopefully, <laughs> she says. Uh, and I have in my, in the big polytunnel, I've got growing stocks Um stocks and sweet peas i've got a batch of sweet peas that i autumn sowed i trying to think what else i've got in there i've got delphiniums in there which i've grown in there for a couple of years they do really well in there and so at the minute oh and i've got the carnations and i've also got the lemon verbena which is amazing in there so at the minute i've got a few empty beds and i was i went to bed last night thinking right how am i going to organize that for maximize its potential <laughs> the things you think of when you go to sleep. Um, Then I woke up and I thought, I didn't even get there. I didn't even get to where I was trying to get to, but never mind. Um, All of the, like I said, the backbone of my cutting garden is perennials. And lots of those have been in two years now. So I'm hoping that I will be able to dig quite a lot up in the spring and split them. And therefore get lots and lots and lots more plants. Uh, Another reason that I don't clear away um, in the autumn uh, until spring is because there will be a lot of self-set seedlings that have sown. And so things like lupins, they will be nice, strong seedlings because they've gone through the winter naturally all by themselves. So they will be strong seedlings um, once I start foraging around in in the ground and I'll be able to dig them up, pop them on and move them to where I want them to go. So um, that's a that's another reason I don't clear it down. But yes, we've got and I've got all sorts. I've got cuttings indoors that are um in an actually in a little test tube holder thing, which is quite sweet. Um, and I've got my in the kitchen. I've got my dahlia tubers from last year, sat in the kitchen in a box, all dried out, and <laughs> ready for ready for spring, um, ready to go when that goes. I did actually even. I actually took a wage last year. Woohoo. I took out two two big chunks of um wage for myself i mean it's not a wage you you couldn't live on that at all uh not even very very long i um I haven't worked out how much it would be per week, and for the amount of work i do it, it's um nowhere near <laughs> nowhere near what you would want to be earning. But it was actually money that won't be going back into uh, you know wouldn't be reinvesting it into the garden and the flower business, so it came out as a wage which was um pretty good actually it was a nice feeling to actually be able to take a lump out and think yep yeah, that's that's I've earned that <laughs> that's great um so yeah it's uh it's all going in the right direction and it was like I said it was busier last year than it was the year before I'm hoping this time this year is going to be even busier I've put even um even more workshop dates on so um so that's good and I've got lots of ideas and I really want to ramp it up a little bit I think last year I was a little bit afraid because I thought, what if I don't have the plants? What if I don't have the flowers? What if I can't do it? What if I can't feel? This year I'm much more confident going forward in what will be available, what I can get hold of if I don't have it available, what I can get hold of from um, British flower wholesalers. So I'm much, much more confident this year going forward. Uh, so if somebody rings me and I say, yep, I can do that, not a problem. Um, yeah, it's surprising. And I think you have to live through it um, in order to to know you know, to come out the other side and know and be confident in what you're doing. Uh, so, yeah, I, um, I'm i getting there. I, I feel like I can call myself a flower farmer now, even though I, I farm it on a very, quite a small scale. Um, I feel like I can finally call myself a flower farmer. One of the other things i 've been concentrating on is getting my website and my social media pages all try to get them with some coherency <laughs> so that, to make sure that they all link up together to start with um, one of the issues, and I wish i 'd never done it is I separated out the farm the flower page from the farm and I should have just amalgamated it because it absolutely gives me a headache because things are all over the place um so I don't I don't actually have a website as such for uh, the flowers I have a um, google business profile um but uh yeah if you want to look at it it's um www.frieslandfarmflowers.co.uk but you can also find me on Instagram under Friesland Farm Flowers and where, uh, Facebook under Friesland Farm Flowers. And um, yes, I've been trying to uh, collate these all together. They, they, they re- what I really need is to pay someone to come in and overhaul it all, really. But I haven't really got to the stage where I earn enough money to do that yet. So <laughs> at the minute, I'm just um, just trying to manage it all uh, I feel a bit like an octopus you know try to do that one that one that all at the same time but and the reason being is because excitingly enough um I have a two-page spread coming out in a quite a um a national magazine you know a big not it if you're listening to this and you're interested in small holdings you will probably see it but it is a um a small holding magazine um I but I will give you more details of that when it comes out because it hasn't, it, although I've had the proof, it hasn't gone to um, print yet. The print proof hasn't come through yet. So and that I think it's going out about March, but um, I will let you know exactly what magazine it is in in case you subscribe to that magazine and want to read it. Or you'll probably come across it anyway. So that's quite exciting. Um, it was a bit nerve wracking, actually, when I got the, the proof back through reading all about myself. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Um, and yeah, putting myself out there, I find that's very, I'm getting more and more used to that, um, but putting myself out there, because you lay yourself wide open to all sorts, don't you really, but um, yeah, it's, uh, but that'd be nice, it'd be, it'd be nice, It's kind of validates what I'm doing, so, which would be amazing, um, yeah, so I've been doing that as well, that's definitely on my on my to-do thing and I've been I'm on a group that I'm learning all about Instagram because I absolutely knew nothing about Instagram at all and when I first went on I'm like oh dear this is giving me a headache so I'm um in a pay I've got a paid subscription to a group that helps me uh it's called the growth group actually if anybody's interested in growing their business on socials um it's called the Growth Group. It's run by a lovely chap called I Am Tom Coleman. You will find him on Instagram, and another lady called Roz Chandler who is Fieldgate Flowers. And it, I've learned so much, so much about everything that it is, um, it's mind boggling. <laughs> it's mind boggling. But in order to get to reach a different demographic, because I find that most of my customers are my age, around about my age, and they're all on Facebook. But if I want to reach a younger demographic then I have to go um where they go um, wh- and where they go is Instagram um and the even younger ones and that which i'm not intending to reach at the minute are on TikTok of course, which I don't do either <laughs> so but uh yeah it's um it's fascinating, and I've also discovered AI, which is amazing i i mean it is amazing to me because I am interested in things in technology, and I know it's scary um on the whole the whole thing is quite scary, but actually. What it can do at the minute for businesses is, is insane and very fast and um, helps enormously, even just to rewrite something so that it looks um, professionally written. Yeah, but you can ask it to write in any manner that you like so if you wanted it in a jokey way it would write you it in a jokey way if you want it formal it will write formal if you want it in um you know friendly it will write it in that manner it's it's incredible um to be fair what it can do so I've been using that as well which has helped to um bring my bring my posts to that upper level I think hopefully <laughs> she says some of them I really laugh at I mean I'm not all in. I'm not all in on this, and I'm not. I don't want to be an influencer, and um, so it. So some of my reels are very naff, but uh, it's all a good learning curve, and I'm really enjoying that quite a lot, actually. So um, yeah, that's another thing I've been concentrating on. If I wanted to, and actually I might give this a try just to see what it comes up with. It would even give me. I could even ask it to create me a script for my podcast um, and I'll just give it basic details about what I've done uh, over the week and it will give you a script so it's that um, that time saving <laughs> but actually uh, I'll, I'll, I will give it a try just to see what it writes for me because that would be interesting to find out but actually I prefer not a non-scripted um, and uh, I don't, I don't have any fancy tech either. I've just literally stood here with my phone, talking into my phone. I don't I don't have a I don't sit down and at a table with a microphone or anything like that, uh, which you can do, but I don't. That might be evident. I don't know, <laughs> but um, you don't really need all of that. So I, I tend to think, oh, I'll just say that at the minute, and then um, or sometimes I'll write a little note, say, oh, talk about this, but um, otherwise, other than that, it's just non-scripted. As you can probably tell. Um, that's about it for a minute. Uh, uh, this year, you know, this, this year, this month, really, it's going to be much more of the same. It's going to be cold, waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, oh, we've got fencing to do and tidying up to do. We've always got tidying up to do. John's just finished tidying up a stable block after um, tons of uh, foliage in there. But yeah, we've, we've always got work to do. But who wants to do it in this cold weather? I'd rather stay in and eat soup. And luckily, I've got plenty of that.